0: Would you look at that? Damn, I look good. What's up, everybody? It's me, Steven Money. It's football season, and I want you to know that you can bet on me, the STN Sports app. So sign up today and get started with me, the local favorite.
1: TickPick should be your first choice to buy football tickets because they save fans money by never charging any service fees ever. TickPick is the exclusive ticketing partner for Vegas Nation and Blue Wire Network.
0: Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up.
1: It's time for another Vegas Nation podcast. You're listening to the Raiders Post Game Edition. Welcome everybody to the post game edition of the Vegas Nation podcast. It's Heidi Fang here, and I'm joined with Ed Greeny, our review journal sports columnist. We're going to break down the Raiders' loss in Kansas City to the Chiefs, forty-eight to nine, at Arrowhead Stadium. But first, I want to remind everybody to hit subscribe wherever you're listening, and that we are brought to you by Station Casinos STN Sports. Download that mobile app today. Get a bonus of up to one hundred dollars when you sign up. We're also presented to you by TickPick from Blue Wire. Ed. This one was not pretty. It's going to be a lot to digest here.
0: Well, and that's the funny thing you say.
1: Because you just ate a sandwich.
0: Yes. I just had (laughs) a turkey tom, no lettuce, uh... From Jimmy John's um, and some barbecue chips and a drink. By far the best thing I've encountered today after watching that debacle, that atrocious debacle that was the Raiders.
1: There was almost a debacle there with Ed and his soda that's uncovered by, uh, excuse me, sweet tea. Um,
0: The (laughs) debacle and the atrocity. (laughs) that was 48 to 9 for the chiefs
1: oh and you know atrocity i think is just putting it even lightly i saw your grades ed in fact a for coaching but what did the Absurd, a mean abominable um, that's a word i can't say at- three at- times at- fast atrocious Abom- awful abominable uh
0: it was just it was they got out coached uh they got out played well in every fashion they got out played but um this was really really bad i mean 35-0 at 1.35 3 at the half um, just didn't play till the end. Didn't execute to the end. Didn't play to the end. You know, giving up fifty-one yard touchdown runs when Chiefs are literally trying to run the clock out. When they're truly they're running like basic zone plays for a third-string running back in gore, and he hits the hole, and nobody touches him for 51 yards. It's embarrassing. That, that's the best word for this debacle of the Raiders today. And the and, a, and the coach and a few players used it, by the way. We're not the only ones using it. It's embarrassing.
1: Well, how come in grades they don't use E? Why do they skip E and just go to F? I could have used E. I've used,
0: diff- <laughs> I used different letters in the past, but this way... I thought if I said A for coaching and people said, oh, my God, that guy must be, uh, you know, uh, at halftime taking something to be doing this – then if they read it, which, you know, you and I hope they do, uh, then they'll know why I gave them the A for awful.
1: All right. So, there you have the Grays on coaching. Let's get into the game, break down what we can of it. Because, there again, there wasn't much of an actual game here played by the Raiders. You look over uh, the performances. You can look at guess and say, hey, Hunter Renfro, that was a bright spot.
0: He... Was Lombard, so, and yet Hunter had one of the five fumbles that led. Yeah. That then, yeah, uh, they had five fumbles, four of which the Chiefs turned into touchdowns. I mean, think about that: five fumbles and twenty-eight points come of it. So while Hunter had another good day receiving, thirteen catches off fourteen targets, one hundred seventeen, I believe, with their only touchdown, he fumbled the ball. Yeah, uh, and the Chiefs Everybody recovered and, went and scored them. a touchdown. So that's on
1: Hunter as well. Ice hands, frozen hands, hands of stone. That's what I saw there today.
0: Yeah. It, oh, it was drop passes, missed tackles, um, blowing assignments, like on a long touchdown run. Um, no communication. Uh, it was it was really really bad. And you never, I think, as a team, you definitely don't. But t- people who cover and watch that team, like you, can't really even prepare for it. Like the, you know, I, did I think they were going to win here? No, you didn't think they were going to win. We didn't think they'd win the game. But did we think on the very first play of the game, Josh Jacobs would fumble into a touchdown? I mean, that's the very first play of the game. Yeah. You know, so Pat Mahomes is up 7-0 before he even touches the ball?
1: Right. I mean, come on. You just can't give them the 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 giveaways, give You can't give it to the Chiefs. And there were a lot of those throughout this game. Again, the fumble return uh, from Hughes. 23 yards into the end zone. Then on the next uh, possession, the Raiders have. There's a muff yeah. uh, on the kickoff return. So yeah, Johnson happened. had
0: just been called up from the uh, practice, practice squad, squad. Yeah. and you could tell he was his decision making wasn't good. Um, first, first kickoff, he brings out of the end zone, falls short, and then Jacobs fumble. Second, if he just lets it go, they get it at the 40. 40. I don't yeah. even know if he understood the rule. <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, like he's, you know, look, he just got called for practice right. one, but he muffs it. And I think they take it at the 11. I mean, when they could it out of at the 40, I mean, everything they did was, but Daniel Carlson, Mr. Contract Extension this week, missed extra point. It's like, there was no one on the team. You could say, Hey, that guy played really well. Like we said, even Hunter, Hunter had the fumble.
1: Yeah. It was like a disease. Everybody had it. They couldn't shake it. As soon as the whole, uh... Like you said, the opening drive happens and then the Chiefs score immediately off of that. It was just disaster city from there on out. All of the scores in the first half, except for the field goal by Carlson or Chiefs, 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 all these unanswered points. You go uh, to, I believe it was 35 points, right? 35 0. Yeah, 35 yeah. nothing.
0: But then the Raiders got really excited and did a fake punt so they could go <laughs> out there and get three big points at halftime.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like when I mean, you see stuff like that. And then I believe on that, right after that, there is a third down and it gets checked to Josh Jacobs, like for a couple yards out, out to the flat. And you're just thinking like, why are you not taking shots at the end zone? I think there were like, at that point, less than 12 ticks on the clock. Well,
0: and you're down 35. 0 field goals aren't bringing you back.
1: You've got, you've got guys like Deshaun Jackson, who was targeted twice. Yeah. Um, I just I don't know where you start to fix things, Ed. Do you have a solution? No, I mean, look, they're six and seven. They have four left.
0: Amazingly, they're still in the playoff picture only because of other things happening across the league. And the Steelers lost. Yeah, yeah, um, the, Bengals the Bengals lost. Bengals lost. Uh, mm-hmm. Buffalo lost. Mm-hmm. Everyone who needed to lose lost. But um, uh, Denver and the Chargers, though, in their division, both won, so they kind of moved ahead of them. Um, no, you have to watch the film, like Derek Carr said. You have to watch it, but. If you watch that team today, there's no one other than anyone and other than people in the locker room who would say, Oh, they can win like four, their last four, three, or last four. Like, who would say that right
1: Hunter now? Hunter Renfro did in the post game. Let's hear that quote. Let's hear Hunter Renfro in the post game. Like a missed opportunity. Um, you know, I think, what were we, six and seven? We have four left so I mean we can still finish 10 and 7 and get in and get in the playoffs and so you know we have a lot of big games coming up Um, Chiefs played really well they came out attacked us and hit us in the mouth and um, you know
0: we got to get we got to get better obviously. That
1: was a very positive outlook from Hunter Renfro Raiders wide receiver but Ed. But even Hunter did say
0: he thought they had to get this one to be in the place but then he couched it and said well We have four left. If we get all four, we're ten and seven, and we'll be right back in it. Yes, they will be. But can you watch this game and say, "Oh, they're going to go to Cleveland and win"? Now, maybe they will. Who knows? This league is so weird. You and I are watching games, listening to games in the back, coming back from the uh, stadium, and you know the scoring. And Brady's throwing in overtime. Your team, the Niners, are winning overtime. You know everyone's making plays. So who knows? on a week to week basis, what's meant to happen in this league? But that team today is not going to the playoffs.
1: No. So let's take a break. Let's come back. Talk about uh, things that we heard at the stadium as the game ended. We'll be right back here at Vegas Nation Post Game Edition.
0: (laughs) Would you look at that? Damn, I look good. What's up, everybody? It's me, Steven Money. It's football season, and I want you to know that you can bet on me, the STN Sports App. So sign up today and get started with me, the local favorite.
1: Raiders football you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. Now led under interim head coach Rich Bisaccia, everyone's going to want to see how the Raiders season continues to unfold and if they are in fact a playoff bound team. That's why you've got to visit TickPick.com slash Vegas Nation today to save $10 on your first order of Raiders tickets. I saw some fight in some guys um, that, that lets me know I can count on them and trust them. Um, and for the most part, you know, um, I, I feel for the most part also everyone, uh, you know, has each other's back and all that good stuff. And that's uh, and those are good signs, honestly. They, I mean, just a fact that it just is. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we get paid to win football games. And so uh, that that resolve and all that kind of stuff is good because it, it shows you who has it, you know, it shows you who, you know, who you can count on when it's tough and when, when, when crap's hard and when football's hard uh, for sure, it shows some things, but you can't like, I don't feel great about it, you know, cause that means that we were down. So, um, but it does let me know who I can trust. That's for sure. All right. Welcome back to the Vegas nation post game edition. As you were coming back there, that was Derek Carr talking about, who he trusts. I was thinking about Scarface. Who do I trust? Yeah.
0: Me. That's who. That's who. He was very interesting after the game today in that he couched a lot of his comments insinuating that, you know, there were guys in the team maybe not giving it their all, might not giving the ultimate effort. And he's saying, I know who does. I know who gives an effort on there. But then I think he realized, uh-oh. And he started backtracking. Well, it's not like I'm saying there's anyone in that locker room. Derek Carr is very good at that about making a point without directly making the point. And if I'm his teammates right now, and I'm reading that or hearing them like, look, you want to call someone out, then call somebody out. Yeah. But don't go into a post-game, post-game press conference and say, hey, I'm doing all I can do. And I know there are other guys in there who is doing all I can do. So then people like you and I and all the other media goes, well, who are you talking about?
1: Right. You but know, don't who, don't tweet it wrong. Get the yeah, tweet right. He, says, he said that right. to us too.
0: So that's typical Derek <laughs> Carr in all these situations when he does things like this. And he says, you know, I've got a lot of things on my mind, but I'm, I'm not going to say what they're, what's on my mind and all of this, um, which again, again, is, is veil... Um, Veilably taking a shot without telling us who he's taking the shot at.
1: I wish we had locker room access. Oh, I miss that so, much, so much. You, we would well, be you able could sort to sort this dice. out. I think. Yeah, I think we could. And you know, you have to wonder because you see guys like KJ Wright, who during practice on Wednesday. talked to Carr and said, let me give these guys a speech. Let me try to rile them up. Then you see Unique and Gakwe take the team, go into midfield over the Chiefs logo to start before the game after their warmups are over and have a huddle and then break in the middle. So there's all these other guys that are trying to step up and be alphas and to try to incite something in this team. But instead, I think it just kind of pissed the Chiefs off.
0: Okay, so you (laughs) you poke the bear, which is Uh, stupid. Yeah. And you're a bad team right now trying to do something that makes look good. So if you're going to go stomp on their logo, then you better not lose 48 to nine. If you stomp on their logo and lose 48 to nine, you look like a bunch of clowns. Yeah. That's what you look like. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, and we heard in the press box, we heard a lot of the Kansas City post-game pressers. And they were all talking about it. It's like, oh, yeah, we were told. Their trainers and coaches ran into that locker room and said, they just stomped on your logo. Why in the world in Kansas City with Pat Mahomes would you give them any kind and of extra crowd. motivation? And that crowd. One of the loudest last crowds. With COVID, they didn't really see what Arrowhead could bring. This year, it was, you know, it was a full Arrowhead Stadium and you know, a sea of red and they're the, some of the best fans in the NFL. And you go and stomp on their logo. Yeah. I guess if you win forty nine, you can come back and talk a bunch of crap and say, hey, we knew we were going to win. We were the better team. But when you're down 35-0, it's kind of hilarious that you were stomping on anyone's logo. Yeah.
1: And then you look at the points that this Raiders team has not been able to put up in recent you know, outings. They've been on 14, 15, 9. It's just, you have to be able to know that you're going to be able to generate offense before you go logo stomping. At least yeah. have a plan. Yeah, have a plan. What was the plan? You've now lost five of six. What's your plan? Right. right. After we saw the Josh Jacobs, you know, fumble and that started off the game and we know about that and we talked about that. But like when you start thinking about what was the plan beyond that, because there was no answer to any of it. There was no answer. There was no like, hey, we're going to shove it down their throat with a three yard, three plays, 75 yard kind of drive. And we're going to get into that end zone. The You know, we always talk about the red zone efficiency. when <laughs> I even think they were there they once. They got there once. One they were there and, once. and they
0: scored. Hunter Renfro yeah. scored with like nine minutes left in the game. Right.
1: And so they're they're one for two, uh, 50% in the three. red zone.
0: I saw a great tweet where the, this is one of three times they crossed the 50 and it was them stomping on the logo in the beginning of the game.
1: <laughs> and then you That's see, all you need to know. You see Mariota come in the game and it's a handoff, I think, to Josh Jacobs, Right. Is that the play of Mariota? Okay, and as I'm standing out before, okay, so when I'm as a photographer, you have to wait for the team to pass uh, before you can go into the post game room. I'm sitting there, end of the game, and all I hear, and there were just very few speckles of Raider fans, by the way, not a lot of Raider fans. All I hear coming down the tunnel as Carr is walking through is, "We want Marcus, Marcus, Mariota."
0: It's all yeah. I hear. I mean, look, I was that, in the press box. It's not going to solve problems. No, Is that it's not going to solve gonna sol- I mean, you know, that's fans. I was in the press box wondering why they wouldn't put him in even at thirty-five zero only for this reason. If you think, and I don't know how you would think this, but you do because you have to think this way if you're the Raiders, if you're the players and coaches, that you can still make a run at this, why in the world would you risk him at thirty-five zero? risk Carr? He's had a bad injury in the past, albeit it was a few years ago, but he got sacked four times a day. They couldn't protect him. It wasn't like a clean pocket where no one was touching him. Right. I didn't get that. And I know it's the NFL, and the NFL, is a lot, they take a lot longer to do these things like college, like in college, like that kid, the, the, the kid would have come in, uh, you know, whoever the kid would be to replace the other one. But in the pros, they're men and they're adults. And it's just, it's weird how NFL coaches think that way. And I asked Rich Bisaccia um, after the game, if he thought of going to Mariota and his answer was, well, I really thought we were moving the ball. And again, I guess maybe between the 40s? I don't know where they were moving it that well. I mean, they they had the one nice drive yeah. uh, to get Hunter. And then they had a drive at the end where maybe get another touchdown feel good going out. Zay Jones fumbles the ball. I, I mean, so I would have played Marcus. I, I don't... Again, think of it this way. Think if he gets hurt and you're down 35-0 mm-hmm. and you're looking at each other saying, and that's the season. now, now look, we have nothing. I'm not saying Marcus yeah. Mariota isn't good, but the guy hasn't played all season other sure. than a few handoffs. And he's supposed to now win three or four games in a row for you? That's not realistic.
1: I thought maybe you do it just to try to get Carr riled up, to give him that sense of competition and put a, a fire under him, to put a, a sense of urgency behind everything he does. I think, put him in for a drive, see what happens. I
0: think the only problem with that is, and I agree with you, is that, and I, I've talked to people who cover this team and they agree, if you take Derek Carr out for quote-unquote performance, you might lose him for the year. True. Now, if Good you point. go to him and say, look, point. it's 35 we need to keep you healthy. We've got four games left. Yeah. We're just going to put this again. This was a disaster today. Maybe you can get Derek Carr to buy into that. If you say Derek, we're going to give Marcus a shot. I think you lose Derek Carr. I really do. Yeah.
1: And uh, overall, I mean, there's not much else we can really do except for we've touched on the sacks. That we touched on the turnovers. You can't win a football game with that amount of turnovers. Just facts period into story. There's no sugarcoating about it. Um, you can't go into Arrowhead head, excuse me, poke the bear, like you said, and then not be able to produce results and to top it off. um we walk into our hotel here and what do you hear from the staff as we're walking oh, yeah, in? Yeah. Hey, we heard the wheels on the bus was playing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'd from last year that. where John Gruden took the bus yeah. around Arrowhead and a victory lap after beating them. Um, I was a little worried today because as we're sitting there writing our stories out in the park, and there's a big puff of smoke. I'm like, boy, I hope the I hope the bus didn't break down this time as they <laughs> left the building. Um, so, look, it was just a disaster. They, they've got to go look at the film and get. It's short week. That's the other thing. It's the thing on short weeks. Like you can watch the film and get ready, but all of a sudden you wake up and it's Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So you can't dwell on it. I mean, you got to watch it. It's like Car said, you have to watch the film. You've got to say what the hell went wrong, but then you got to move on.
1: And stats in the cold weather continue to plague him. Continue he has that. a one one win in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, when it's sub 40 degree or 40 degrees-ish temperatures before kickoff, 45, I think, is where it cuts off. He's only won the one time in Cleveland. So you think about that over an eight-year career and going into Cleveland where right now I've been looking at the forecast. The temperatures are just going down and down and down. You've got to start thinking of a game plan because the last time they were in Cleveland, what helped them win that game was the running game, right? This running game. Did not exist today. No, it was not. It was nothing close to even, I think, under 50 yards total by anybody because they was just, they're so far behind. What do you going to do? Run the football? Woohoo! Uh, but uh, round and round, the wheels do go. And the Raiders, like we said, will head over to Cleveland where they will play their next game next Sunday. Uh, excuse me, Saturday. Saturday just such a habit. It's such a habit to say Sunday. Um, so on Saturday, we will have you covered with another post game edition podcast it will be
0: you and adam hill i'm not gonna go to cleveland i think i'll stay home cleveland you know hey cleveland's lovely i've <laughs> seen enough abandoning of I, me <laughs> I've, I've seen enough of cleveland it's a lovely place down by the lake you guys will have a great time uh, you can take the stocking cap i gave you today you better take this no it's gonna i got be even my own
1: there. i just for left it right. in my room today
0: okay. um so yeah it'll be a mm. fun time for you and adam i'm really wishing you luck there yeah uh but i will be riding from home and uh listening uh, with a uh, bated breath at the post-game uh, <laughs> podcast with Heidi Fang and Adam Hill, live in <laughs>
1: Cleveland. Yeah, I might have to go uh, jump in the lake to wake up, and uh, maybe we get the offense to all jump in the lake and the defense and the whole team. It's going to be a camaraderie building exercise. Yeah. Wake up, get out in the field by going jumping into Lake Erie.
0: Well, we don't those guys' hand soaking anymore. They'll fumble the ball even more.
1: Okay, <laughs> hey, Come on, there's already five fumbles. You, know, you want to fumble more? Well, that'll do it here for our post-game edition podcast. Thanks, everybody, so much for listening. Again, don't forget to hit subscribe and check out all of our shows throughout the week and all the great content that the guys put out, Ed's columns and those grades that we were talking about in print and on VegasNation.com. For Ed granium Heidi Fang. Thank you so much for listening.
0: Would you look at that? Damn, I look good. What's up everybody? It's me, Steven Money. It's football season and I want you to know that you can bet on me, the STN Sports app. So sign up today and get started with me, the local favorite.